Welcome to the Modern Manifestation Podcast. I'm your host, Bree Brown, a business mindset coach, entrepreneur, and a top competitor in a male-dominated industry. I'm a native Texan, the youngest of all brothers, and a lettuce-hating, wine-loving, curses-like-a-sailor recovering perfectionist. I've spent over a decade building my commission-based career, and my life's purpose is helping other women achieve the same multi-six-figure success I achieved before I was 25. I have a passion for helping women with mindset, money, and manifestation skills to help every young woman realize her full potential. If you're looking for vulnerable conversations, professional development, inspiration, or even a kick in the ass to get you motivated, you have come to the right place. Thanks for checking out the Modern Manifestation Podcast. Now let's jump right in to today's topic. Hello, hello, my friends, and welcome back to the Modern Manifestation Podcast. I wanted to take a quick moment before we jump into today's topic and just say thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I am just shy of 20,000 podcast listeners, which is amazing, and I'm so thrilled to have gotten to this place considering, you know, my very first month I had like 100 listens. So <laughs> I just wanted to take a moment and say thank you to everyone that is tuning in weekly or bi-weekly, I should say now, and also a huge thank you to all my MVPs out there who have shared my podcast with friends and family who have also written reviews. Reviews are so, so helpful for me and really validate what I'm doing. And if you do write a review, if you haven't already, make sure you screenshot it and send it to me via email. And then that way I can share with you some freebies that I have set aside for people that do that. So thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone. And on the subject of friends and family, I know that it's the holiday season for many people. And if you are celebrating at this time of year, just remember, it's very important to set boundaries with your loved ones. Yes, they can be uncomfortable and your family doesn't have to like them as long as they respect them. And if you have any questions about that, I did an episode last year on setting boundaries with families, so feel free to take a listen to that if that's something of interest to you. This time of year is also for you to reflect and to rest, and whatever boundaries you need to set to allow that to happen is okay. I wanted to make sure I shared that because this is something I struggle with every single year. And Evan and I have actually made the decision to stay home for the holidays this year. And yes, we are getting a lot of pushback. Yes, there are people that are very angry with us about it. But it's what we feel we need to do to respect our energy levels. So I'm learning a lot from it this year. I'm also getting comfortable in the uncomfortable and just wanted to share that I'm right there with you if you're choosing to make that decision this year. And if you're not, just know that it could be available to you if that feels right. Thanks for bearing with me on that couple minute of a tangent, <laughs> but you know, it's a holiday season. I thought it was important to readdress some of those things. But since I've already done an episode on that, didn't want to completely recap. And I'll also probably bring this up in my Instagram as well at Modern Manifestation. Okay, let's get into today's episode. So we are continuing our exploration of the 12 universal laws, or as I like to call them, guidelines, right? So today we're jumping into everyone's favorite, 
the law of attraction. (laughs) And as I've said before, these laws are building upon one another. So if you're just tuning in for the first time, I highly recommend you go back to episode 59 and work your way back up here. And normally at this point, I would jump right into the description of the law. But today I want to give you a little bit more info on the workings of these 12 laws together because this law is often singled out and prioritized and made more important than others. So let's address that. As I've said before, we can't pick and choose the laws we follow. They're all applicable, all the time, equally. But we like to think that some laws are more important. That's probably my biggest annoyance with The Secret documentary. It's only oriented toward the law of attraction. Or it's mostly oriented toward that. I don't know if they actually mention the other ones now that I think about it. But it's very law of attraction centered. But all 12 are required all the time. It's a holistic approach, not a one out of 12 approach. So I like to think of it this way. Have you ever seen one of those 3D puzzles in, a, in the shape of a sphere? I like to view each law as just a piece of one of those 3D puzzles. And without one piece, the structure is weak and delicate. But when they're all pieced together, it holds. And each law supports the structure of our little 3D spheres, or our 3D universes, if you will, and they intertwine with, an, with one another in the process. And like I've said in the last few episodes, these laws have a lot of overlap, but they also have their own distinctive qualities as well. And I think the reason that most people focus on the law of attraction is because, well, first of all, it's like a very sexy law, like, oh, you just are and then you attract. Great. But I think a lot of people focus on it because it has the most overlap. But that doesn't mean it's superior. And note, I was strategic about where I placed this law because I know other people like to ignore the laws, so I wanted to get you a little invested before I give this one its own episode. Mm-hmm. I-, I know you guys, I see you. <laughs> uh, that would have been me. I would have just jumped to the one that I wanted to hear the most and been like, eh, I don't need to hear the other ones. And I also feel like this law has probably received the most attention on my show already, so this won't be a really long episode as you've probably already heard what I have to say about this law. However... I'm happy to give you a succinct refresher, although with me, nothing's really succinct, (laughs) since I usually integrate this concept within episodes, and I have in the past. But this hasn't had its own standalone episode, so with that, let's get into it. The law of attraction is exactly what the name describes, the concept of attracting things to yourself. However, when we think of the word attraction, we typically think of the phrase opposites attract, because that's what we were taught about magnetism. But this concept is not true for energy. Instead, think of it this way. Most people can hear frequencies between 20 and 20,000 hertz. If there is a sound that is 1 hertz or 40,000 hertz, we're not likely to hear it, because that's not in a frequency that we register. This is how you can think about the law of attraction. You have to tune in to the right frequency in order to attract to be heard. So to pick up on the frequency you want, tune into that range, that higher frequency, and get the messages you want or the life you want. It's about like attracting like, or like vibrating to like. It's a response to what we're putting out there. Another way people like to look at this is that positivity attracts positive things, and negativity attracts negative things. Easy enough, right? (laughs) But as we know, nothing ever is, which is why manifestation gets a bad rap in the first place. Everyone thinks, oh, well, if it's just that easy, then why doesn't everyone do it? 
or my other favorite, well, then why are bad people still successful if manifestation is real? And I've covered both of those answers in other long-winded episodes, so I'm going to spare you today. (laughs) I won't get into that again, at least not right now. To have the life you want, you have to become the type of person that attracts those things to yourself. In other words, you have to get your mindset right, which is why I talk so much about mindset on this podcast. Because without the right mindset, you can't manifest the things you want. You have to get that piece right. Because your mindset is what controls how you're utilizing all the other 12 laws. How you're making them work for you. And if you have a mindset that is not confident, that doesn't believe, doesn't believe in your self-worth, your value, and is too based in scarcity, that is going to be 80% of what you're manifesting. So you have to get that right. If you can get your mind right, you will get your life right. Say that again. If you get your mind right, you will get your life right. You have to assume that identity, the identity that you want. Because taking on this new identity will change your emotions, behaviors, and your thoughts. It'll change your lifestyle. And you have to adopt that identity in order to have the things you want. And you have to adopt that first. You have to ascend to the vibration that matches the success that you want to tune into. And there's two movie examples I usually jump to whenever I when I talk about conceptualizing this idea. The first one is probably, it's one of my favorite movies, so it comes up a lot in this podcast, Devil Wears Prada. When Andy goes from not having it all together and being a little bit more frumpy and being a little confused and unsure of herself, and then, yes, she gives herself that physical makeover, but it's clear in, in the connotation that she's really giving herself a mindset workover, too. She allowed herself to, yes, have the clothes of that identity, but she also allowed her confidence to have that same identity of someone that belonged, of someone that knew what to do. And therefore, that was the energy she was projecting, and that led to the success she was then having. Another example I like to use, and I'm so sorry that these are just like two white women in movies. They're just the ones coming to mind right now. The other one that I have is Elle Woods, because same thing, about a quarter of the way through the movie, she adopts new beliefs. She has a new way of being, begins acting on it, and changes her energy. And when she starts getting after it through action, and she doesn't let anything stop her, she starts to see the things falling into place. And I know these are both just movies, but that's a good way to to look at how this works when you talk about stepping into the identity of the life you want. That is the kind of tenacity and that's the kind of belief that you need to have so that you can resonate at that higher level. That's a good example of adopting the identity that will manifest the things you want. And that's the hardest part of all this. And that's the reason I talk so much about mindsets, because you can't fake this belief in order to have it work long term. And don't get me wrong, I like the concept of faking it till you make it as a way to become more comfortable sitting in as that type of person. As a way to like try on that identity. But you have to actually start to believe in yourself at some point in order for it to work long term. You can't sit and brood and just be like, oh my gosh, I feel like such an imposter. I'm faking it and have that belief system. You have to get to the make it part of it where you truly believe that you've become that person. You faked it long enough and now you genuinely believe that you are that person. You now know you're that person. You have to know without a doubt that the success is coming, but most people struggle to get to a place of absolute belief. 
I mean, hell, you're choosing to listen to me and my podcast, and I've only really scratched the surface of this kind of success within my own corporate real estate business. And don't get me wrong, I won't discount my success, but it came after years of working on my self-worth and my confidence issues in the corporate world. And I take each step one at a time. And every day, I believe in my ability more and more. But it didn't happen overnight. When I couldn't afford gas or rent, I couldn't imagine my life if I made six figures a year. But I could imagine making 40. So that's what I did. I went and I got 40. And when I had my first six-figure year, I couldn't imagine making 300,000. But I could imagine making 200. So that's what I did. And when I had my biggest year yet, I couldn't imagine hitting a million dollars just yet. But I could imagine getting about halfway there. So that's what I did. And I'm still working on inching my way up and up and gaining more self-confidence as I go. And that's going to help prepare me for the next step up. Because that's where my beliefs are. We're only limited by our own beliefs. And it's okay to think, maybe I'm not energetically ready to believe that $1 million is possible for me yet. And there's no shame in that. Go at your own pace. You don't have to compete with the people on Instagram that make you feel like you should be somewhere else. It's when that should comes in, right? And maybe your goal isn't money-oriented at all. That's awesome. Success, success is different for all of us. It's okay to have goals that scare you that you don't yet believe in. But how can you inch closer and closer to them with each jump forward? And I'm going to keep using this money example because it's easy to conceptualize for a lot of people. I still have a ton of limiting beliefs that I'm constantly working through surrounding scarcity and money because of my background. So maybe I don't believe, I mean, deep in my gut that I can become a millionaire. Do I conceptually believe it? Yes. Does my body feel it? Does it believe it? Not really. But do I believe that I can manifest 5K more, 50K more? 100k more, 200k more, and so on. What do I believe? What does feel right in my body? And once you get there, it's easier to imagine the next step, which is even bigger. But you have to get there first. So if I can leapfrog off of these goals and believe in, the, and believe in these micro goals, eventually we find ourselves staring at our oh shit goals and they're no longer scary. It's just the next step. And it feels right. And we believe it's right. We believe so we receive. And when we've allowed ourselves to believe in these smaller and smaller stepped goals, and we work our way up, we begin to see our own power. And we give ourselves permission to dream bigger while maintaining belief. And over time, we will feel more confident in our power as manifestors, and we will simply create I would love it if I get to a place in this life where, I, where there are no limits, where I don't believe in limits. I'm not there yet. I'm the first to admit that. But that's where I'd like to get to. And until I'm there, I'm okay with just setting higher and higher micro goals to help me on the way up without overwhelming me. You won't manifest success if you do not think you're worthy of it. You won't manifest the goals that you view as too out of reach. You won't manifest money if you're skeptical. You won't manifest the kind of love you want if you won't love yourself. Manifestation is not about going from $5 to $1 million overnight. 
Like I just talked about, this type of jump usually takes time to build a foundation for beliefs to form. It's gradual. And for many of us, this could occur over a lifetime of work. Unless you're just like a really confident and resilient person, which is just really rare. <laughs> this is also why 70% of lottery winners end up broke and declare bankruptcy. They never learned how to handle that money. They blow it with their scarcity behaviors. And they're not on the energetic level of the person that, is, that attracts that kind of money. So they can't hold on to it long term. They don't believe they're worthy of that money. Or they think that it won't last. So it doesn't. Most people that win the lottery are quoted saying, I can't believe it. And that is the problem. Their beliefs, and therefore their thoughts and behaviors, about money, their worth, and scarcity, those things didn't change with their newfound wealth. They couldn't handle that jump because they couldn't believe that jump was possible. They weren't on the frequency of that jump. And therefore, they couldn't attract that money to themselves. They couldn't keep it with them. And over time, they repelled it because they weren't there. They weren't there mentally, their beliefs. In fact, I'd actually love to see the statistics for the remaining 30% that maintain their wealth after winning the lottery. Because if I were to take a guess, and this is like a you know shot in the dark here, I'd probably say that they came from a level of wealth that was closer to their newfound wealth. Like, you know, jumping lily pads here. They were a few lily pads ahead and could conceptualize that sort of money and know what to do with it. So I'm talking like the mid to upper middle class here. So that scarcity wasn't as much of a factor in their behaviors and in their mindset and in their attraction. The idea being is that they could conceptualize and they could believe that they could have that kind of wealth and so it maintained. You know, these are just kind of the things I think about at night. <laughs> anyway, according to the law of attraction, if you're constantly pessimistic and down, you will not attract good things to yourself. So if you have that vibration that's like, if we, you know, we all think of Eeyore and Winnie the Pooh, if you watched that as a kid, you will manifest more of that disappointment and reasons to believe the world is against you if you have that sort of victim mindset. You know, like, think of Eeyore and how, like, down he was all the time. Then his house always fell on him. <laughs> it's kind of a sad example, but you know what I mean? You have to step into the vibration of someone who has the things you want in order to attract them to you. You get what you focus on. You get what you believe you're worthy of. Or according to this law, said differently, you attract what you focus on. And you attract what you believe you're worthy of. So if you want more love from others... Give more love to yourself. If you want more success at work, reflect on the success you've already achieved and allow yourself to feel successful now. Allow yourself to live in a world where you already have the things you want, where you hold that identity, and you will start to attract those things to you. I know I said this was going to be a shorter episode, and here we are. <laughs> Thank y'all so much for hanging out with me tonight. Have a fantastic rest of your week, and I will catch y'all next Monday. Until then, go out there and manifest some miracles. Thank y'all so much for hanging out with me today. If you enjoyed this podcast, hit subscribe so you can stay up to date with new episodes. As always, we would love it if you would share this episode with friends and family who could use the inspiration. As a new podcast show, we would really appreciate your honest feedback so I know what you like and what you could use more of. As a thank you for leaving us a rating, we will send you our seven weekly tips to create space for abundance. 
Make sure you screenshot your review and email it to us at hello at the T-H-E modernmanifestation.com so we can send them straight to your inbox. If you'd like to stay connected, you can find us on Instagram or Facebook at Modern Manifestation, or you can head to our website at themodernmanifestation.com. Thanks again for joining me, and I will catch y'all in the next episode.